everybody to self-evident podcast you got massey you got mike Yo. it is so good to be back folks because it's been a minute it's been a hot minute uh we've been everywhere everywhere doing everything if that makes sense. all of it doing all, <laughs> all of, it. of it so mike mikey's been uh handling the brunt of this whole thing and, and we thank god for him because he does such a great job uh again guys if you have not checked us out yet we have a new website up right now the self-evidenttruth.com go check out our brand new website uh which is really exciting it's actually very clean very uh very nice. Have you seen it yet, Mike? No, I haven't. I didn't know it was up. Really? Yeah. Yeah. You don't tell me these things. Uh, well, now you know. <laughs> <laughs> so it's up, guys. Listen, go to uh, theselfevidenttruth.com. You guys can find out more information about what we're doing. We are back touring again. We'll be back out here in, in March, starting in March. Uh, also, April, uh, we're going to be hitting the road. Also, uh, you guys can go on to 1776truth.store. Find out all of our cool merch. You see this cool hat I got on? You guys can copy one, support your boys. Make sure you guys get on there. Uh, 1776truth.store. We also got some really cool sweatshirts. Got some new sweatshirts coming out, too. There's some new slogans. Yep. Uh, it's going to be really exciting. We have some limited edition shirts coming out uh, that you guys uh, want to be a part of and to get. So, guys, we got a lot to cover this uh, this here, uh, this week. I was about to say this year. <laughs> we do have a lot to cover this, this year. year. Right, there right. is a lot going on. Hey, did you know that we have another year. president? Do Holy we? Smokes. No. I don't know. Clinton? I'm, she I'm finally make it in? Freaking no. No? No. Hey, so <laughs> who's Palin? Who's that? <laughs> uh, some Palin lady. Alternate universe. So, guys, check this out. Listen. Okay. Listening. We are in the month of Black History. Everybody acknowledges Black History Month, uh, all those things. It's kind of... Kind of one of those things. It's like, do you do, do you really recognize, uh, uh, you know, the real value of of, of minorities in this country? And I, I don't even like the word minority. I hate that. It makes them sound less than. I don't I don't like that. I know they use that for numerical purposes. But hey, man, I'm Hispanic, and I don't like to call myself a minority. I'm an American of these United States. Yeah. Much like my father and mother are, because they became citizens around 20 years ago. Uh, they're Americans, and so to say we're African American, Mexican American, I just hate that. We're Americans. If you're an American citizen, you're an American. If you, especially if you follow its constitution, we want to uh, raise that banner high, guys. If you have not subscribed yet, go to YouTube, uh, Spotify, all the major platforms. We're on there, guys. Comment where you're from right now. Share this video. Uh, we got a lot to cover on this podcast because we're going to be talking about real American heroes, what happened to the forgotten black history, yeah. and why we don't hear about a lot of these guys. Uh, but we hear a lot about modern black heroes. You know, the guys that uh, are looting and pillaging sometimes, you know, they're on the streets. I'm not saying all do that, okay? Be careful because, like, everyone's going to say, oh, my gosh, look what he said. He said all blacks do it. No, I'm saying those that were, like, the Antifas and destroying property and all that crap, that's what they do, right? But we're talking about real heroes who fought in the American Revolution, those who were conservative, those who were Christians. Uh, we're going to be talking a lot about that here this show. Again, comment below. Share this video. Get on here. TheSelfEvidentTruth.com. And, uh, guys, thanks for tuning in tonight. We got a lot to cover. Go ahead, Also, Mikey. do not forget that uh, Parlor is back up online. They're getting some bugs fixed, uh, but we are back on Parlor as well. So P-A-R-L-E-R.com. Be sure to check us out. Be sure to sign up, follow us, uh, comment. Let us know what you're thinking, and it's a great way for you to connect to us in a bit more of an intimate way. Um, sometimes Facebook messages, YouTube comments, that kind of thing, which we want you to do for sure. But if you're thinking something middle of the workday, it's real quick to just send them, send us a little parlay or whatever you want or make a comment on something we have. So 
do not forget to do that. Um, also, be sure to check out the alternate platforms, guys. We actually, and we're going to cover this a little bit in our news bits, but uh, Facebook, YouTube, <laughs> they they like to tell you what you can or cannot say. Yeah, Whereas, just to tell uh, one of our posts. Yep, exactly. So we're going to point that out, but they took down one of our posts. Us, us, of all people. Our posts. These posts. Those posts. They're such a pain. Um, the BitChute and Rumble. Check those out guys we've got highlight clips on those we're continuing to put stuff up on those those need your support so be yes. sure to check those out get on those websites yes do it do it all do right it. we got a lot to cover boys and girls so here we go get we're going in. we're ready guys our, our youtube's been doing great uh yeah. facebook's been really i believe it's been censoring us for for, for a while now it definitely has uh our, our viewership's gone down uh but which is ridiculous because man when we started off uh last year we were hot i mean yeah. it was moving we saw a lot of ticks up and then, you know, we start posting about things that are really, which I'm I'm surprised our page hasn't been pulled down because of the vaccine. I thing. am too. You know, dude. I was kind of expecting it to happen where we <clears throat> would get swept out in that. That's yeah. And, and rid of guys, you know? keep in mind, we're not we're not trying to do this to get that to happen. That's we're not trying to thumb people here. We're just trying to tell the truth. And and the Bible says in the book of John that, you know, those that hate, they hate the light because their, their deeds are going to be exposed. They hate the light. Those that are trying to censor and cover up things, they hate light. And that's just how it is. They're of the world. They're of their father. That, yeah. and, and that's fine. They can do what they want, but it's the truth. So, um, you know, guys, keep praying for us. Keep supporting. Uh, we're going to continue to keep doing this. Our, our other sites are doing really well. Yep. You were telling me today uh, they're doing all of our other uh, sections and, and things that we're walking into are doing fantastic. So rock and roll, boys and girls, rock and roll. Comment below where you're from. If you guys are watching live, rock and roll, Mike. Let's do there it. There we go. All right. News bits. News it's bits. News bits. It's time. So slide number one. There was an Ann Arbor school that uh, decided to keep the schools closed, and the parents are actually uh, kicking back. They're <laughs> they're done with this, and I don't blame them. If you've had little Johnny, little Susie at home for over a wake year up. now, and you're watching little what's happening, Susie. wake up! That's right. We're turning into a music music show. Um, we're done with the politics. We'll, we'll we're done take, with all we'll, of that. We'll, we'll take your we'll request later. Yep. Massey will sing. I'll well, drum. No, I won't. All right, here we go. <laughs> He's got the Barry White voice going on. <clears throat> That's what happens when you get a little little bug. Little it's, it's not COVID. It's not COVID. Trust COVID? me. It's not COVID. Okay. <laughs> Let's get rolling. <laughs> All right. So I'm going to start this. So quote from the article. This article comes from Daily Wire. The motion's wording was changed at least a half and do- half dozen times. Half during- a dozen. Half a dozen. Half a dozen. <laughs> Half a dozen times during more than an hour of discussion over what its ramifications were, ending with a 5-2 vote at the February 17 meeting, directing Superintendent Janice Swift to present a plan to the board next week for allowing instruction to remain virtual for the remainder of the 2020-2021 year, with the exception of serving those with the greatest needs. This decision took the board nearly five and a half hours to accept the approved motion, according to the outlet, reads, redirect Dr. Swift to make a recommendation to modify our current school plan to allow instruction to remain virtual to the end of the school year, and blah, blah, blah. So basically, they said, nah, we're kicking the can down the road. Yeah. Mind you, I want to read you uh, just a quick little statistic. Um, the seven-day average of new daily cases went from a peak of nearly 246,000 on January 12th to nearly 94,000 <coughs> on February 13th. 
while the seven-day average for hospitalizations of COVID-19 went from a peak of 132,000 on January 6th to 69,000 on February 13th. Dude, first off, can we all agree that Biden is a miracle worker? That He worked st- it. He did it. That guy steps in office. He solved COVID. he's just like, wow, like <laughs> Messiah on earth, dude. What happened here? Did you guys see that? These numbers were astronomical. And they kept complaining about how Trump wasn't doing anything about it and all these other things. And you guys know where we stand on all that stuff and what we think about Trump and all that thing. But gosh, he steps into office and bam. The, the Red Sea splits, the, <laughs> the, the Philistines get knocked out with donkey jawbones, boy. Holy smokes. What happened? Oh, man. Hi, Angela. Upstate New York. <laughs> Sorry, I had to go off on that tangent because if you guys are seeing, this is ridiculous. Why is it right after he gets into office, he changes how they're testing and how they're viewing the testing of COVID? Mind you, cases have gone down, what, 77% in a matter of six weeks. So unbelievable. So that being said, kids must stay home. Biden. Biden. Yes, don't forget Biden. So <laughs> this motion, it prompted a parent group in Ann Arbor uh, to start a GoFundMe page to raise money to hire attorneys to legally challenge the school board's Come decision. On, dude. That's what you got to do. That's exactly why I wanted to pick this article, because they're fighting back. That's awesome. They're dude. done. More power to you. Um, the group has been advocating for a safe approach to reopen schools when That's the school awesome. board has continuously denied. The group started a fundraiser after the school board meeting seeking 30000 higher law firm. Money was raised in less than 24 hours. Said, good news. Thanks to your generosity, we have been able to retain wow, the services wow. of the distinguished law firm. Our attorneys there are already hard at work. More updates to follow. Uh, by the way, I just wanted to point out this little statistic to you. So far, there have been about 140 deaths from 0 to 15-year-olds. Out of 509,000 deaths, 140 deaths of 0 to 15-year-olds, out of 509,000. Now, putting aside how they're counting deaths, blah, 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 all of that. Did you know almost 800 kids die of drowning every year? Listen to that. Listen to that. Band pools. Hey, don't even give it to them, dude. They will. <laughs> them guys are crazy, dude. Oh my gosh, we have an epidemic of pool drownings everywhere. We need to ban pools and make sure government is they're taxing cow flatulence for God's sakes. They'll do anything. They're crazy. Actually, they wanted to ban that in the Green New Deal. They get rid of cow farts, get rid of airplanes. How do you ban cow farts? <laughs> I'm sorry, we're talking, we're on Robin Hill. This is nothing to do with schools. We're just we're just tripping. But ban the cow farts. Yeah, ban the cow farts. That, ban that's, it. Now, that is a hashtag, brother. Ban the cow farts. <laughs> Any other thoughts on this before we move on? No, this, no, dude. This, this, is, this is good. What I will say is this stuff is driving me nuts about these schools yeah. staying closed. All of the evidence has pointed to the fact that kids are not nearly affected in the way older adults are. Right. The older you get, the more uh, susceptible you are to COVID symptoms. And to keep our schools closed for running on over a year now is just insanity. Yeah, but it's funny because uh, we're still paying taxes for those schools. Oh yeah, we're still we're still demanded to to uh, keep up and and you know like these guys are saying vaccination counts. Yep. Uh, you know it's funny Governor Whitmer and them don't bat an eyelash when it comes to their salaries, right? But the rest of us have to be shut down. Uh, puts parents out of work because they got to figure out what to do with their kids, right? But nobody really says anything about that. Oh, and they'll give us some easily $600 or $1,200, right? Yeah. Which they shouldn't anyways. That's socialism to the max. It's funny. Promote the problem, then give people the money. Mm-hmm. That is socialism, dude. And it's scary. It's a real scary thing. 
Um, you know, we didn't get a, t- a stimulus <laughs> this last time because we didn't file our taxes <laughs> yet because we were we were late. You know, yeah. or whatever. Yeah. I, I don't think there's a penalty, but we were late. And it's fine. It's like it's cool. You know, I don't need like just let me keep my money and I'll be good. You well, know what I mean? And you notice the psychology behind that. As soon as people get it, they want more. And and it's like yeah, you're you're being bought off with your own money. You know what's crazy too is now we're making memes about it, dude. Did you get your stimmy yet? Like yeah. we're, we're doing like this joke about it, and it's like no. And, and even even a lot of uh, conservatives and Republicans now who hate socialism, they're like, well, it's what we got to do because we ended up having to shut the government. I mean, they're just justify yeah. and just listen to me. Carrie and I were just talking about this earlier. Why is it that when Democrats get in office? They don't. They don't hold back. They're not like no, they go all out. They, they go all out, dude. They're they're crazy. And and with Trump, it was this constant. You know, he can't do everything he wants to the first term because he doesn't want to upset the apple cart too much. Or the Republicans always say, "I can't die on that hill." Mm-hmm. Well, the Republic or the Democrats are dying on every hill they can, and they're getting their way, dude. And they're pushing through. And now, because of all these executive orders that we've just allowed to happen for literally a century, you know. Now we have a dude that's just constantly writing them, not even using Congress. He's a king now. And again, we've warned about this so many times. We got clips from a long time ago saying, guys, be careful because we're going to turn this into a king. And it's happening right now. And the Congress is doing its own thing on that as well. You know, this new COVID bill, it's $1.9 trillion. It's this massive package that, of course, they're slipping in stuff like a $15 minimum wage and all of that. And... Everybody had pointed out and said, oh, but the the Budget Reconciliation Act, that'll protect us. They're doing an end run around that. They they will find any way they can to get what they need done, right? And that's that's why you have to be aware of what's going on, and that's why you have to continue moving forward. Right, 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 right. And I think the the point of it all is it's like we need men of integrity, men of character, women of character who are going to go up there and not be ashamed about being an American. You know, because yeah. there's a lot of anti-American agenda ism going on. I could say it's socialism, you know, and all that stuff. They're just pushing socialism. But I'm seeing, too, it's both sides, you know, because it's like they both want they both are are, are for passing stimulus. Yeah. They're both. You know what I mean? It's like because it buys votes. It does. Right? It buys, it, totally, yeah. dude. Totally. If we can just give the, the kingdom to Trump, you know, and I don't care what you tell me, dude, it was idolatry. It was a ton of it. We talked about it a lot, but it just happens so much, you know, where it's like I want to depend on us. Yeah. We the people, dude. We're talking about this in the vaccination conference coming up here in less than four days. Please sign up, seventeen seventy six Truth Out Store. Guess can go on there and it'll be live online uh, at seven p.m. Uh, the twenty fifth, which is a Thursday night. Um, we're going to be talking about like some of these court cases we yeah. brought up. But Alan Dershowitz basically saying that government has the right to do whatever it wants to because of court cases, and, and <clears throat> it's crazy. And what that that basically says is you don't own your own body, and and you aren't. You aren't your own private property, which if you are not even your own private property, you don't own private property. That's right. And and there's plenty of people with civil asset forfeiture. Um, what's the the where they can just take your land? Um, eminent domain, um, this type of stuff. You know, it, it really shows you, oh, you have private property with strings attached. Right, right. And right. don't pay your property taxes. So you've got your mortgage paid off and all that. Don't pay your property taxes. See what happens. You know, and and so it's we don't really own private property and that's that's a dangerous place to be in and so during the conference we're going to talk about your rights um what case law and precedence has kind of set forward on all this and how you can fight that um right so we had somebody post from new york i want to do a shout out to new york let's do it let's do a shout out to new york let's go to slide number two 
by the way, let, let me pause that for a minute. Heidi huh. St. John just announced she's running for a government position. Awesome. <laughs> That's awesome, dude. We'll get her yes. on the show. Yes. We'll get her on the show again, dude. Let us know. We'll talk. Heidi, Heidi is an awesome lady, man. She she she's a fighter, bro. And uh what a what a bulwark for liberty. Mm-hmm. Uh, but just a, a solid Christian, good mom, yeah. good lady. I mean, she's she's really cool. Totally championed us when she heard us speak, and and uh, she's like, you know, man, I can't believe you haven't been out there more. And we have been, she just didn't know, you know, we weren't yeah. promoting it, but just uh you know, just to see her and, and to, we're just so proud of her and, and what yeah. she's done. And, uh, you know, praise God, we'll be praying for her. Guys, get her on your prayer list because that's going to be a bear, dude. She, mm-hmm. She's she been eviscerated in the media before and we need to be behind her if that's it, what she's going to do. This is so. only going to get turned Praise up God. Too, Good for you, but... Heidi. Good for you, girl. Man, that takes courage. It, it really does take courage to step out. And we're, we're thinking sphere, about it too. Yeah. We want our kids to be a little older, right, to, to, to weather the storms, but um, you know, we're, it's not beyond our possibility here. You know, it's, 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 if we're going to complain about it and we're we not, we're actually, something. we have truth to back it up. We're not just complaining. We're seeing truth and we're, we're going on the streets and teaching people how to do this. And so that's our next step here, but praise God for those people, man. Absolutely. All right, go for so it. Let's New, go York. To Hi, New York. Slide number two. So there's a little bit of talk about inching toward impeachment probe of Cuomo. Um, so if you didn't catch last week's podcast, we talked a little bit about how Cuomo was uh, covering up numbers and it came out. And dude, oops, dude, I'm telling you, you know, if this if this really happens, which is really a shocker, why are the Democrats going after him? What's going on? Well, and and I'll get into that a little bit. There's one guy that I think is kind of pushing this whole thing. But it, and it's like, do you cut? um do you cut and run is no, Cuomo just, too much of a dead weight at this point yeah i think so like yeah. he 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 was very much a middle of the ground player he wasn't really doing the the democrats biddings i think yeah. in a lot of ways i mean he would do little bits here and there i mean taking away exemptions and stuff but it just seems like this guy was the one that was going up against trump the most and like yep. it was like he would praise trump one sentence the next sentence he was saying he's not doing enough for us you know yeah. all that stuff so i think what's stupid about it is um, we have this guy who's governor and dude, he's literally allowing and 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 saying they can kill babies till 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 after mm-hmm. the womb or just before the yeah. the womb, uh, you know, taking away exemptions for people who want to be religious or or philosophical and their beliefs about vaccinations, all these things. And it's like now the Democrats are going after him. And it's like either a that's the providence of God saying, dude, you can't you can't like if you're going to point your finger, watch that big old log in your eye type thing yeah. or B, He's done something against the Democratic Party that they're not like, let's get him out. You know yeah I mean? and and i, I or think, he's not socialist enough i think his attitude is kind of kind of coming into play because let me read through this so what say you guys a, a democrat below. yeah absolutely if if you've got <laughs> ideas on this let yeah, us know comment below democrat state assemblyman in new york says that lawmakers are inching toward opening yeah. an impeachment probe of andrew cuomo over his handling of coronavirus deaths in nursing homes in interview of the skullduggery podcast ronald kim a Queens assemblyman also said he is willing to cooperate with federal investigators in an ongoing probe of the Cuomo administration. He said, of course, I'm prepared to comply and spend as much time handing over as much evidence as they want. He said, adding that many lawmakers expect to be contacted by investigators very soon. Kim came forward, and this is where, where Kim is coming forward on this. Kim came forward this week with allegations that Cuomo threatened to destroy him in a phone call earlier this month over his criticism of the governor's coronavirus-related wow, good. So, so Cuomo comes after this guy. I like that guy. Kim guy. Yeah, yeah. And, and I watched <clears throat> some video of his interview where he was talking about it, yeah. and you could tell he was like, a little like shaken a, up. <laughs> but does he seem like a solid guy, though? He seemed he was he was. I honest. didn't watch the interview, yeah, so that's he, what I'm asking. Kim seemed honest. Like he, yeah, he seemed very frustrated and upset that Cuomo had 
had called and threatened him and and yeah and he's not the only one who's had this um de blasio came out and said oh yeah there's plenty of people that this is what Cuomo does is if intimidates. If, yeah. Intimidates because and, it's like, you know, there's a, there's a, fights, there's, there's several know. who are on the democratic side who I'm not promoting her. Right. There's still some issues that I vehemently disagree on. Uh, but like the Tulsi Gabbards, they're just yeah. very, very sincere, yeah. very almost uh, American in their approach. Like very, I shouldn't say almost Amer very American in yeah. their approach, very integrity based. Uh, you know, again, I disagree with many issues she has. There's a lot of things. It's like, you know what? You're right. You know, government shouldn't be probing and, uh, violating yeah. Article Four of the Constitution, you know what I mean? Searches, unreasonable searches and seizures, and things like that. I mean, she's she's solid. I mean, she I is. hope that Kim guy's like that. I yeah, and I, <laughs> I don't know what as far as his politics and his principles are, but but I do know what I was watching the little bit that I I watched of him. It seemed like seemed like a guy that that kind of got um, bull rushed by a bully and and yeah didn't didn't know what to do yeah, yeah he didn't know what to do he's just kind of like no no screw you <laughs> so i think that's why he's saying i'm gonna i'm gonna hand over as much as i can you burn me i'm burning you yeah, you know dude, you're going down in blaze of glory right uh, good for him let's let's that see where this guts, goes dude yeah. that takes guts but if if you live in new york this is your chance so you can contact your <laughs> assemblyman and let them know you need to pursue this investigation right. i am right. not that's happy. awesome you got to understand that your elected officials they don't tend to hear from their constituents. No. So if they hear from you and they hear from all of your friends, they start going, whoa, my constituents yeah, really dude. are upset I wish about Carrie, this, I wish Carrie know? was here because she said uh, when we had Michelle Bachman as our district uh, congresswoman, um, she she basically said, like, you'd be surprised that we don't hear from any of our constituents. And yeah. she couldn't. She was excited to get like phone calls and like, oh, man, my constituents. Are <laughs> but she said we rarely ever got phone calls. Like nobody yeah. would ever contact. And it's like that's doing the will of the people to hold them to the constitutional authority. You know what I mean? So yeah, contact those representatives, contact those senators, contact those uh, elected officials that'll get this thing rolling, man. Yeah. Get them out of there. Yeah, Get Cuomo out, right? We've got recall on Newsom. Hashtag that. Get Cuomo yeah. out, man. We got put it down right now. Recall on Newsom. We've got uh, the Cuomo thing going on. I still haven't heard much about Whitmer in Michigan. You guys... Come on, guys. You guys got to step up on this. Get Dude, rid of I know, Whitmer. man. Whitmer. I, uh, I don't understand how you just allow that to happen over and over and over and over <laughs> again. And, and you don't at least get the recall process yeah, really yeah, rolling, yeah. you know? Uh, so we'll, we'll see. Maybe Michigan will Dude, step they up. Dude, they got to really impeach her, too. I mean, this, just the whole idea. Like, where they get this idea that they're gods yeah. and they can just go in and steamroll. It's that emergency act that we're going to be covering again. Yeah. Guys, we got to get in our legislatures and repeal these emergency acts, man. They're crazy. If you read anything, I just got done reading Florida's, uh, and I'll just go on the standard for a minute. If you go down to Florida's Constitution, you see the Florida statutes where it says the Emergency Powers Act. Dude, I mean, it gives the government carte blanche the governor yeah. can basically go into your home and say no you can't use your electricity your water or anything at his request they can go on and, and, and force you to do that they can force the shutdown of all your businesses because of an emergency well who determines an emergency mm -hmm. like one of the big problems right now with this whole covid thing is because everybody says follow the science but even quote or uh, uh what's his name uh fauci fauci, fauci is uh, at first came out and said we're going to lose two to three million people Remember that? And they keep changing their science. Well, mask work, mask doesn't work. Uh, vaccine's going to work. It's going to, I mean, it's not going to save everybody. So, oh, you know what I mean? They keep flipping. So who determines what an emergency is? And if you get a liberal agenda who wants to push socialism, that's the best way to do it. Just give yeah. the government full carte blanche authority. And that's why we got to stop it. And, and <clears throat> Whitmer wasn't even listening to her own Supreme Court. Um, they had told her, no, you're, you're not allowed <clears throat> to extend this emergency order. So she canceled it. 
and then started a new one. Lisa you Keller know? just said the recall failed because they didn't get enough signatures. Which recall for Whitmer? Whitmer. Okay, so they did do it. Yeah. Okay, well, go again. Do it again. Game on. Don't quit. Or the right? ballot box. They wouldn't quit. So why do we quit? That's right, buddy. Keep let's, doing it. Let's go to. Good for you guys, Elisa. Yeah, absolutely. Keep going. News article number three. Slide number three. Listen to this. Look what Angela said. Oh, everyone, everyone around here, she's talking about New York on yeah. both sides. Is fed up with his tyranny and decisions he made, jeopardizing those in the, uh, those poor nursing home residents. So Good. I think I think that's what's happening. But at the same time, I'm like, it's just the guy's got a lot of pull. How is he getting this negative press? You know what I mean? I I really think it's something where he has stepped on enough toes, and he probably he's, has he's created enough controversy that he probably they, has. they have to distance. Now. Yeah, you're right. You're you right. know, like it. He's just that. He's, I don't know, guys. He's radioactive. I think. At what this say point. you? You know, what say you guys? You know, just just keep commenting down below. We love reading your comments. We love absolutely. Uh, you know, thank you, Lisa, for all your work over there in Michigan. You guys are awesome, uh, Angela. We we love you very much uh, from up there in New York. I mean, all you guys are awesome, Oneda. Thank you so much for being a part of this. Uh, Mike is on here. That's great, man. Praise God. Way, way to go, guys, because you guys are the you guys are the hope. You guys are the future. You guys are us uh, personified. That's I mean, that's that's what this is about. You know, yeah, educating. So. Absolutely. So number three, slide number three. Johns Hopkins prof argues COVID will be gone by April. Not what Biden just said. He <laughs> said we'll be bumped by December, by Christmas time. Yeah. Who's right? Fauci said 2022, right? 2022. Uh, Biden just said by Christmas time, this guy's saying by April. Follow the science, though. Listen, <laughs> who determines an emergency? That's what, I'm, that's what we're trying to say. This is ridiculous. And because we can't put our, our feet down on something concrete, that's why everybody's fed up. That's why you see, dude, we were, guess what we were doing yesterday? And I don't care who knows it. Dude, we're in Martin County, right? Yeah. <laughs> dude. So last night we go to Jupiter, right? Yeah. There are people everywhere. No masks. Having a yeah, blast, man. dude. It was awesome. Martin County is really I was, relaxed. I, you know, usually now. I get frustrated because it's so, you know, there's no parking spaces. Yeah. But, dude, it was awesome to see all those people out there. I couldn't get my car through some parking lots because there were so many people. <laughs> but it was just like that normalcy again, man. Yeah. And just that freedom and that liberty. That's like, this is America. This is us. This is God-given liberty right now yeah. that we're walking in. It was amazing, bro. People, was so fun. People are fed up, man. Um, so this prof... He said uh, vaccination rates and immunity. Well, he didn't say, but the article says vaccination rates and immunity from prior infection will allow Americans to return to normal life by April <laughs> is what this guy is arguing. He says highlight or, or points out with coronavirus cases down 77 percent in six weeks and nearly 55 percent of Americans already having some immunity to the virus through prior infection. Herd immunity will kick in by April. Wow. Hey, everybody, let's pause and think. Joe Biden. He was also Joe Biden. Come on, guys. This this prof. This prof was also critical of scientists trying to manipulate the public by hiding the truth in order to prevent relatively risky behavior. <laughs> he argues that with the consistent rapid decline in daily cases since January 8th, despite increased travel over the holidays, it is reasonable to infer that COVID-19 cases will continue to decline to levels at which the U.S. can safely reopen the country with fewer precautions. Boom. Boom. <laughs> We're done. Uh, uh, what What else is there? Well, um, I just got a text. I won't say the name, but Dr. Fauci just said satire. 
If we put two masks on Kyle's butts, it'll solve global warming. <laughs> Just want you guys to know, global warming will be solved. Mask your cows. Mask your cows. Mask, Mask your cows. cows' butts. Start start the hashtag. Start the trend. Mask, Mask your cows. cows' butts. Yep. All right. Uh, guys, think about that, though. If it's we, we knew this would happen, herd immunity. As a matter of fact, yeah. I remember Pastor Jan, when we'd go to these county uh, meetings and some other people there, there was a gentleman, there was a World War II veteran, Pastor Todd was there too, uh, but we were there was an old veteran. I don't know if he's, I can't remember what, I think it was Vietnam or, or something like that. Um, and he said, he talked about herd immunity. Mm-hmm. And everybody's like, oh, that's, that, that's just what? You know, and it was like, people thought he was stupid for what he was saying, but it's like, can you imagine if we didn't social distance? You know, yeah, we would have had some cases. Yes, people... We know when these things happen, people die, right? Yeah. Nobody's discounting the deaths. That's not what we're trying to say here. And if you think that that's what we're saying, you literally are looking here to nitpick. And that's not what we're doing here. So don't even try to twist our words. What we're saying is people die. That's what happens. What did you say? 800 people die of drowning. It's not mm. that we're demeaning those deaths. It just happens. You know, um, I was just yesterday witnessed an accident, a guy T-boned another guy. And it was, I was like, geez, you know, that could have happened to me. I'm only two cars away, yeah. you know, that kind of thing. So, you know, death happens. And so what we're seeing is like, you know, had we just taken care of this earlier and just led our lives, you know, and if you want to be precautious, wear a mask, you want to stay home, stay home. Those that want to continue to live their lives, continue to live your lives. You know what I mean? It would have been herd immunity probably would have come quicker in a lot of ways. This guy's right. But then believe the science, the John Hopkins professor, John freaking Hopkins, right? Who's saying it'll be done by April. Fauci saying 2022, Biden saying by Christmas, who's right? What's the science here? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And that's what's so stupid about this is they keep saying, believe the science. Dude, they don't even believe an embryo uh, or a, a, a baby has a heartbeat in 18 days. They don't believe that men are created men and women are created women. And they want me to believe the science. <laughs> I'm serious, dude. This yeah. is crazy. Yeah. Keep going. I'm sorry. No, you're good. Um, and related to that, uh, slide number four, uh, we had a little post on Facebook that got rejected. Yeah. That's what we saw. <laughs> Saw that this morning. It was basically a post that said, you know, uh, but Dr. Fauci, if we wear a mask, it should reduce everything, right? Because masks work. Well, no, even if, you know, even if we, you know, get it, whatever, you know, you should still wear a mask. Yeah, but if I get it, right, I'm, I'm immune. No, you're not. You should still wear a mask. Well, if I get a vaccination, right, it should, over- no, if you get a vaccination, you still should wear a mask. You know, it just kept going on these statistics yeah. that, you know, nothing will cure this, right? That got removed. Facebook actually said, we removed the post for you. Why? Why? Why would you remove that post? And so we got the notification. I don't know if you took a picture of it. I don't know if you gave it to her. I, but didn't, I didn't see that. So, so I, didn't, I didn't take a snapshot of it, but it basically said uh, Facebook removed it because it was falsified information. It's like, no, they've been doing this for a long time where they say, yeah, yeah, vaccination. And if it doesn't work, listen, if vaccinations don't work, right? If he knows that it won't work and it won't, why are they going to force people to do it? Why is it that cruise ships may force people to do it? Why is it some airports and countries are going to force people to get it if it doesn't work? What's the point? If it's not going to work, well, then why get it? Right? So that's the question we have to ask ourselves. Now, I'm not doing that to, in anger. I'm saying, like, just use reasonable thinking. If it doesn't work, why get it? Right? That'd be stupid, right? If, if, uh, if, if I went and purchased a computer that worked 55% of the time, Right? but electrocutes me in the process of trying to turn it on. Would I buy that computer? No, but what if you were forced to buy the computer? Because that's all you had. That's stupid. Well, and even if it has a good efficacy rate, like it's protecting the person that gets it, that gets the vaccine. Maybe. 
Let's say it does. Let's uh, say, the, no, 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 no. Hear me out. Okay. Hear me out. Let's say it does. Let's just say it does. That person is protected. Right. You're right, good. Right, right. So why am I forced to get it? Right. Because the person that's concerned about it is the one who has the exactly. vaccine. So exactly. So why do I now have to be forced to get it? Yeah, dude. Let me take that risk. And if I survive it, well, then I'm part of the herd immunity. Right. Why haven't they talked about the deaths that have already happened and all the injuries that have happened already since the COVID vaccine was introduced? You know what I mean? Why haven't they talked about that? If this is so good and we should be doing this and it's safe and we got this out in less than, what, a year? Right. Which most take. Uh, I was watching an interview by Robert Kennedy Jr. about vaccinations. And he said, why is it that these vaccines, including the COVID vaccine, aren't tested anymore the way that they should through placebo? I can't remember what he said. Uh, some kind of an, an, a, a placebo. No, no, no. Not placebo. It was a different word because <clears throat> he was debating Alan Dershowitz. You guys should watch that. It was on Valuetainment. You guys should watch that. Alan Dershowitz backtracks every single word he said about states coming in <laughs> and being able to force you to do vaccinations. Robert Kennedy blows him out of the water, and Alan Dershowitz backtracks almost everything he says. It's pretty awesome, actually. But he says, why aren't these vaccines tested the way that they should be, right? And why are we being forced to? Why are kids being forced to do this? Now, he talks about religious exemptions, but if you think about it, we don't need religious exemptions to get or to not get vaccinations, right? It's a philosophical thing. I just don't want it. I don't want to put my kids on it. I don't want to do anything like that. Just like uh, you know, some people choose to do uh, Novocaine. Some people choose to get gas to, to put them mm -hmm. to sleep to do work on their teeth. I don't want to do a vaccination. You know, I don't want my kids to do it. I don't. Yep. They want to get older and do their kid. That's fine. You know, that's your choice. But it's it's that whole thing about choice and liberty, man. That's what that's what this is about. Living liberated. Yeah. You know, and and you're more than welcome to get it if you feel <clears throat> you need to, and and then you will feel protected against it, right? So, but the more point power is, to you. yeah. But the point is, Facebook censorship's a real thing. Uh, yes. Social media censorship, and you guys, if you don't realize that media and social media, the media itself and social media, listen, the best thing that they're doing right now is doing the whole thing of divide and conquer. They're just dividing the American people into subsected groups and they're destroying us from within. That's exactly what they're doing. And that's socialism. And it's the best way to enslave the people because if they keep us distracted on each other and issues, they can work behind the scenes and do the crap that they're doing. So just be mindful of that. If the media is saying one thing, look behind the curtain and see what they're doing behind the scenes in government. Yeah. Look and see what kind of bills they're passing every day, dude. It's crazy what these guys are doing and they're doing it on our watch. So just be careful. Yeah. You ready to get into this? Let's do it. All right. So first up, we we are going to cover um, some major black conservatives, uh, men who who stood for America. So not even necessarily that they're part of the Republican Party or, or conservatives in the in right. the present right. sense, but men who stood for America and stood for the values of America. Black History Month is coming to a close. We don't feel that there just needs to be one month. Black history is part of American history, right? Just like white history is a part of American yep, yep. history. I said the word white history. It's not allowed. Right, right. But we're gonna we're gonna say that word, right? So first up, I'm covering Frederick Douglass because this is just you have to look into this guy and who he is. You have to look into how much he stood for what we value. And he was a no-nonsense guy in this respect. He he really understood the principles of the Constitution, the Declaration of Independence, and he wanted those fulfilled. He didn't right, want to right. get rid of them. He wanted them fulfilled. Um, so we're going to cover him first. So at a young age, uh, he was working as a, as a servant in Baltimore. Um, he found to be a connection between the ability to read and freedom. And that that moved him for the rest of his life. So he was pretty intelligent, taught himself to read, to write, taught other slaves how to read and write, <coughs> and had unsuccessfully attempted to escape while a teen. So you can tell yeah. already he he didn't like where he was and he was trying to do what he needed to do. 
He ended up meeting Anna Murray, a free black woman who later became his wife, who helped him pay for a ticket to New York. He passed himself off as a sla- sailor and declared himself free upon his arrival in New York. Yeah, dude. After yeah. marrying Anna, changing his last name to Douglas, they moved to Massachusetts, where he started attending abolitionist meetings and speaking about his experiences in slavery. His message gained traction quickly, and he wrote an autobiography entitled Narrative of the Life of Frederick Douglass. After he released his book, he was traveling in Europe to avoid being captured and spoke about his experiences there. So abolitionists helped him by purchasing his freedom, which allowed him to legally return. So throughout Douglass's life, he continued public speaking, writing, fighting for equal rights, challenging slavery and segregation, and he helped recruit African-Americans to fight in the Civil War, including two of his own sons. He even met with Abraham Lincoln to advocate for equal pay for African-American troops. He inspired many as an activist. He also participated in the Underground Railroad, served under five generals, uh, five presidents as U.S. Marshal for D.C., yeah. recorder of deeds for D.C., minister oh, resident and consul general to Haiti after the war. He was both a constitutionalist and he was a Christian. So I want to read some of these quotes. I prayed for freedom for 20 years, but received no answer until I prayed with my legs. <laughs> Man, get it. Liberty is meaningless where the right to utter one's thoughts and opinions has ceased to exist. I'm going to read that again. Liberty is meaningless where the right to utter one's thoughts and opinions has ceased to exist. That of all rights is the dread of tyrants. Come on. It is the right which they first of all strike down. They know its power. Thrones, dominions, principalities, and powers founded in injustice and wrong are sure to tremble if men are allowed to reason. Equally clear is the right to hear. To suppress free speech is a double wrong. It violates the rights of the hearer as well as those of the speaker. Dude, come on. That'll preach, boys and girls. Does that not speak to today? Oh, man. And that's what I think the more I argue with a liberal, and and I do a lot, um, one in particular said to, to her, if you think about it, what you're doing is cutting off an opposing voice. So what you're doing then is not letting them critically think anymore. Yeah. You're getting them to think the way you want to think. So the thing that you're accusing us of, you're doing yourself. And she finally consented and said, I can buy that. You're right. And that's what's happening. That's what he's saying. Yeah. You're literally forcing people to think how you want to think. That's not liberty, dude. That's slavery. Yeah. That's what they did to the slaves. Yep. He also said, a man's rights rest in three boxes. The ballot box, the jury box. And the cartridge box. If you don't know what a cartridge box is, it helps you go bang, bang. (laughs) Got that (laughs) AK-15. 50 cal. The AK-15 and the AR-14. Yeah, it's got a 50 cal with like 30 caliber (laughs) magazines. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, dude. Oh, man, man. Ah. Intelligence is what's that one? Everybody has asked the question, what shall we do with the Negro? I've had but one answer from the beginning. Do nothing with us. You're doing with us already. You're doing with us has already played um, the mischief with us. Do nothing with us. If the apples uh, will not remain on the tree of their own strength, let them fall. Listen to that. Let them fall. Not for tying or uh, tying or fastening them on the way uh, uh, on the tree in any way, except by nature's plan. 
And if they will not also uh, stay there, let them fall. And if the Negro cannot stand on his own legs, let him fall also. Sounds That'll like blow away welfare. That'll blow away welfare. Yeah, and one hundred percent. And this was a big debate after Dude. the Civil War had ended: is what do you do? Okay, and that's that's the whole Negro question or whatever. Is what do you do now that you have all of these slaves that are considered free? Do you give them handouts? Do you give them reparations? Do you give them property? That kind of thing. And there was a debate going on within the black community, and you had a smaller minority who were arguing, "Leave us be." Because what they saw was they saw like the Irish, they saw um, um, the same thing was going on with the Chinese at the time. You know, Straight other up, groups who had come to the U.S. Straight and had up. been oppressed, had been pushed down, um, kind of cast aside. They saw those groups just get down to business and start building themselves up and really make something of themselves because they got left alone. And Douglas and a couple others were arguing, we just want to be left alone. Did you, just let us do what we need to do and that exactly it's it's such a wise <clears throat> position to take because if if you have a three-year-old who you just raise okay so when they're three they can't do much and i'm not not saying freedmen are, are three-year-olds but think about this analogy they're three-year-olds you're doing everything for them kind of understandable okay they can't do much but you try to challenge them but let's say you don't challenge your kid at all you just give them everything he turns 10, you're still giving him everything. You're still, he turns 15, you're still giving him everything. How does he act as an adult when he's 25 years old? You've given him everything, everything his whole dude. life, right? For real. And For what real. Douglas was arguing was, look, if we start down this path, we're going to be reliant on somebody else for the rest of our lives, right, for right. generation upon generation. You say, let us rise or fall on our own. Right. Let us do our right, own thing. Right. Right. And dude, if we fall, we fall. That's yeah. the, that's the nature of liberty right there. You know what I mean? <clears throat> so I love that. I love that quote. That's perfect. Uh, let's see. Just, uh, let, let's you go. With the, yeah, let's do yeah. Chris Addicts. Chris Addicts. Most, most people don't even know. If you guys have ever heard the name, type, type below. Yes, I've heard of him. Uh, in, in his book, uh, Why We Can't Wait, the Reverend uh, Martin Luther King Jr., Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. said this uh, about the inspired life of Chris Addicts. He said this. He is one of the most important figures in African-American history, not for what he did for his own race, but before we did all, for all oppressed people everywhere. He's a reminder that the African-American heritage is not only African, but American. And it's a heritage that begins with the beginning of America. Now, if you guys don't know, Chris Addicts was a, a freed slave at the time, but he was the first to die in the American Revolution. And how he died was really almost tragic, but it was yeah. very like telling that this dude, he was, it, the, the, most historians say that he was half black, half uh, Native American. And so uh, he was a freed slave who had become a whaler uh, for the merchant marines he had heard an alarm go off on the ship and ran to put out the fire it, it, that's what you did with the alarm and that's what uh, that's what the alarm usually meant he did not find a fire but found his own government had picked up arms against its own people so crispus addicts ran below and got 55 of his shipmates and gave his life for our liberty here is a poem written in crispus addicts chris for his uh, for him in his day said this an honor to crispus addicts who was a leader in the voice of that day the first to defy and the first to die with maverick car and gray call it riot or revolution his hand his hand first clenched at the crown his feet were first in perilous place to put the king's flag down his breast was the first to first one rent apart that liberty stream might flow for our freedom now and forever his head will, will, will first bid low call it riot or revolution or mob or crowd as you may such deaths have been seed of nations and such such lives shall be honored for a so in other words 
he gave up everything for the start of this nation. That dude did not even think about his own life. He just saw a government going up against its people, and he, he was the first one to die for the American Revolution. And again, why don't we hear this about these guys? These guys, it wasn't about American or governments or anything. It was about freedom and liberty. He was a free yeah. man that wanted to do something for his nation. Yeah. You know? Let's go to Joseph Rainey. Um, and, and I think we've got a picture of him on a slide. Um, but Rainey was born enslaved in 1832. His father, being allowed to keep a portion of his wages as a barber, was able to finally buy the family's freedom in the 1840s. Rainey was never able to receive a formal education, uh, so he continued in his father's trade as a barber. During the Civil War, he was forced by the Confederate Army to construct defenses for Charleston and also to steward aboard a con Confederate blockade runner. Rainey, along with his wife, escaped to Bermuda. They returned to the U.S. four years later following the Civil War, where he ended up helping found the Republican Party in Georgetown. In 1868, he was a delegate to the State Constitutional Convention, made it to the State Senate that year, later nominated by the Republican Party to replace Benjamin Whitmore's seat in the 41st Congress after Whitmore's resignation. 1870, he won the full term for the 42nd Congress, became the first African-American to serve in the U.S. House wow. of Representatives. During over eight years in Congress, he served on the Freedmen's Affairs Committee, Indian Affairs Committee, and the Invalid Pensions Committee for Wounded Veterans. Ended up serving with 13 other black members, all Republicans. He wasn't a constitutionalist per se, but he fought against the KKK and for civil rights throughout his time in the House. Interestingly, he lost his reelection bid in the South Carolina in 1878 while accusing South Carolina Democrats of corruption and election fraud. This guy's got a couple of quotes as well. So, gentlemen, I say to you, this discrimination must cease. We are determined to fight this question. We believe the Constitution gives us its rights. All of the 15 amendments made to the Constitution run down in one single line of protecting the rights of the citizen of this country. Listen to that. One after another of those amendments gives these rights to citizens. Step by step, these rights are secured by them. And now we say to you that if you will not obey the Constitution, then the power is given by that Constitution for the enactment of such a law as will have a tendency to enforce the provisions thereof. Dude, this is good because look what he's saying. All of the 15 amendments made to the Constitution run down in one single line of protecting the rights of the citizens of this country. Do you notice that? It doesn't give the right to protect the government. And that's what they're using. the government. This is what I'm talking about. This whole yeah. vaccine thing that we're doing here soon. They're using the government and they're using the Constitution saying the Constitution gives the government the right to harpoon your arm with a vaccine. With a vaccine. But listen to this. They've been echoing this for years, guys. Yeah. Hundreds of years. Now we've been hearing this. That the rights, that Constitution protects the citizens' rights. Yeah. He said, we intend to continue to vote so long, the, the, the black uh, contingent, we intend to continue to vote so long as the government gives us the right and necessary protection. I know that right accorded to us now will never be withheld in the future if left to the Republican Party. And you can't say that a voter ID law is racist. Come on, you dude. You can't say it. Because <laughs> there's, there's been videos of guys who have gone to like middle of Harlem and that kind of thing, and, and ask people, like, do you have driver's license? Do you have an ID? Everybody, yeah, 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 yeah. Did you know people, white people over in the suburbs, think you don't have them? What? <laughs> <laughs> it's true, dude. It's, yeah, it's, it's, it's more racist to think they don't have the ability yeah, to dude. go get an ID than it is to say, hey, show a driver's license. Yeah, I think, too, yeah. like, to hear, to hear guys like Biden say, well, the most affected by these things, the viruses and stuff, are the blacks and the Mexicans. 
uh, that's what they're saying. The Hispanics who can't get to because they don't have internet access. No, that's right. He said you know they, I mean? they like, can't figure out how they to do it. They don't know how to yeah. do it. It's like, uh, you know, oh. every person in America pert near has a cell phone. <laughs> you can do anything in this country, dude. I'm exactly. telling you. Exactly. Uh, <coughs> Rainey also said if the Negroes, numbering one eighth of the population of these United States, would only cast their votes in the interest of the Democratic Party, all open measures against them would be immediately suspended and their rights as American citizens recognized. But as to the real results of such a state of affairs and speaking on behalf of those with whom I am conversant, I can only say that we love freedom more, vastly more than slavery. Consequently, we hope to keep clear of the Democrats. I say to the entire membership of the Democratic Party that upon your hands rests the blood of the loyal men of the South. Disclaim it as you will. The stain is there to prove your criminality before God and the Ooh. world in the day of retribution. Come on, dude. In other words, you're wow. trying to sweep it under the rug. The blood wow. is on your hands. They're, they're wow. trying to sweep it under the rug today. They're still trying to say, no, 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 no. It was all the Republicans. It was Republicans. It is yeah. all the Republicans' fault. Yeah, yeah. Here's one, too. Uh, July 18th marks the anniversary of the birth of Lemuel Haynes in 1753. Most Americans probably don't know who this man was, but his story is definitely worth noting. Lemuel Haynes was a black American abandoned at five months old. Listen to this, guys. Five months old by his parents and hired as an indentured servant. During his years of service, he was treated well and given the opportunity to attend school, a rare experience for blacks in that day. Haynes showed a talent for preaching from a young age and was frequently, frequently called to give sermons and proofread sermons of others. Listen to this. When his term of indenture ended, he enlisted as a Minuteman in the American War for Independence and participated in the Siege of Boston and, and the expedition against uh, Fort Ticonderoga. It was, in uh, yeah, it was in 1785 that he became an ordained minister, and during his decades of service as a pastor, as a black American, he led churches that were all white, and some were mixed, whites and blacks worshiping together, a circumstance many were unaware and existed in America. He was a remarkable pastor and leader, and his churches experienced revival and growth, evidenced by an 18, 1803 letter. He penned this. He said this, not a day nor night in a week, but people would crowd to meetings. The great inquiry me, uh, among the youth and others was, what shall we do to be saved? Children of 11 and 12 years of age seemed to be more engaged about religion than they were about with their play. 11 and 12 years old were more interested in God than playing uh, their games. He said uh, the, the minds of the people in general were attentive. My house had been often thronged with people who desired to discourse about religion. Thus it had pleased the Lord to do wondrous works among us to the praise of his glorious grace. Dude, we don't even know this guy. I'd never even heard of him before. No, you know what I mean? That, we, we should do something on this too. Watch this. In 1804, Lemuel received an honorary master's degree from Middlebury College, the first black man to receive a degree of higher education in America. One of the amazing items that, uh, that, that's, that there's a collection in Texas that actually has it. <clears throat> Lemuel Haynes died in 1833, leaving behind a legacy of sacrificial service, both of God and country. This American hero deserves to be remembered. Absolutely. That's awesome, dude. And this one, this one are the ones that I collected. This one's my favorite um, just because this is a cool story. So I don't know if you've ever heard of Robert Smalls. He was a slave who was born in Beaufort, South Carolina. Beaufort. He, he grew up in the name of the house was the McKee house. That was a family that owned them. He, at some points, he would even stay out late with his white companions, ignoring the curfew for blacks. Uh, so he was pretty close with his family. Uh, when he was 12, they moved to Charleston and he started as a laborer yeah. down on the docks. Then he became a rigger, eventually a sailor. Uh, during that time, he married another uh, slave. She was a hotel maid. So he tried to buy his family out of slavery, but he failed. At the start of the Civil War, he was a deckhand on a Confederate supply ship. 
During this time, he learned everything he could about navigating, code, signals, and the mannerisms of even the captain. And on May 13th, 1862, while the officers and crew slept in Charleston, Smalls, eight men, five women, and three children sailed the ship out of the harbor. He navigated the ship through five checkpoints, offering the correct signals and even the mannerisms of the captain in order to make it seem like it was just the captain sailing out. He headed out to open waters. They sailed towards the Union blockade. And as soon as the crew of the Onward almost fired on the ship, he lowered the Confederate flag, raised up a white flag of surrender. The guns, ammunition, documents were a trove of info for the Union. He gave them shipping routes, mine locations, dock and departure times. His story became national news, and he was an encouragement to Lincoln to authorize free African-Americans to serve in the military. He got a $1,500 cash prize from Congress, went on a speaking tour, and helped recruit blacks for the Union. rest of the war, he was a spokesperson and a Navy captain on both the planter and the ironclad ship, the Kukuk. Following the war, he was commissioned as a brigadier general in the South Carolina militia and actually purchased his former owner's house in Beaufort. He even took some of the family in who were destitute that had owned him before. Look at the heart of that. He took in the people who had owned him because they were now destitute. He started a school and a newspaper, a general store, and began a political career. He was elected to both South Carolina House of Reps and State Senate. From 74 to 79, he served in the U.S. House of Reps, but there were partisan accusations of taking a $5,000 bribe. He was convicted in 77, but was pardoned by the governor. I love that story because the just like Frederick Douglass, there's this story of drive and ambition right. and <clears throat> necessity yeah, awesome. in that man. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Totally. That's the voice of America right there. Is that like, you know, we, we've got so many people who have contributed to America. We remember all the big guys, you know, all the, yeah. the Washingtons and the Franklins and the, you know, the Jeffersons and, you know, all those guys, Dickinson, uh, you know, James Otis, you know, all these men and heroes that we just so honor and revere Whitfield, you know, and, and those kind of guys. And then we hear these guys and it's like, you know, I get really frustrated when I don't hear about the wondrous works of God that were done in America and why we're not teaching kids that in public schools. We know why, obviously, but it just frustrates me that we don't yeah. teach. And then we see these things and it's like, Lord, I want to know more about this too. Yeah. Because if we could teach this just as normal American history, I don't think blacks would feel as repressed as they feel today. Like why we just kind of, peg them in a corner yeah. and i'm not saying everybody does that anybody does that on purpose or anything like that it's just what that the sentiment is right we keep doing this identity politics they just did it again the first chinese american blah 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 or we could just say that dude kicked butt thank yeah. you for winning you know what i mean like the yeah. you know the, the girl who won this tennis open uh, i forget she she's like half i think she, i don't know if she's uh half she's heard. like half chinese half I think it's Chinese or Japanese, one of the two, and she's she got like black in her as well. Yeah. And it's like, you know, she's getting one of the first Asians to do it. And it's like, or she's just she's awesome and she yeah, beats Serena Williams. Great at what she does. Yeah. It's like, why do we have to keep doing the identity politics thing? And it's like if we could keep putting these stories in front of people, especially the kids, like the, the miracles of God at the time of the founding dude, I think we would have a different nation. You know what I mean? Yeah. We wouldn't have to have identity politics. Our identity would be Jesus. Our identity would, would be salvation in Christ, and we would be worried about that. And then the identity would be like, what founded those guys' faith, right? Mm -hmm. If you look at <clears throat> what's happening with a lot of these successful guys, you know, a lot of them are Christians. They're just afraid to say it. And I'm, I'm not saying that's right. I'm saying that they're afraid to talk about it because why? You're going to get eviscerated in the media, right? But it's like, man, if we could keep these kind of stories in front of people's faces, man, that would change America. Yeah. It totally would. You know what I mean? Yeah. Instead of building on this idea <clears throat> of oppression and building on this idea of your totally, victim, dude. like showing the the stories of overcoming, right? We, we have hit a spot 
where the hero is no longer the man who overcomes or the woman who overcomes. The hero is the, the one who complains the most. Yeah, 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 the one who feels the most oppressed. That's the person we lift up in, in yeah. today's society is, oh, you're a victim, you're up here. When in reality, the victim's just the first step. You forge a hero out of a, a victim, right? So first you have the suffering and the trauma. The hero is built through overcoming the suffering. That's and the trauma, it. There you go. Right? Dude. So the, the identity is the, the identity is not the suffering. It's the overcoming of the suffering. Yeah. That's right. That's so, good. So That's when good. your identity good, good is, is suffering and trauma and tragedy, you never escape it. Yeah. And what you're doing is teaching people that they can't overcome. Yeah, the, like yeah, the hero yeah, is yeah. You, if you just constantly and that, that that's honestly before God, that's a four year old's temper tantrum. Mm -hmm. You know, Pastor Todd preached on it today. He said, you know, if, if you allow a kid to throw a fit and then get what he wants, you've just taught that kid. He can do that next time and get what he wants. Right. That's exactly what we've taught these people who complain the most today. That's what we've taught them. Yeah. If they complain a lot, they're the ones who get the attention. And it's these guys that never been disciplined before in their lives. They've never hit a real problem. And they just complain and complain and complain, right? And again, we all know that there was some injustices done this last year. We get it. Uh, but it happens quite frequently. And the answer is what? More government? How about more Jesus? You know what I mean? Instead of like siding with, man, we need to repeal the laws. What laws? Men need to have new hearts again. We need to yeah. pray to God that, they, that, they, that their uh, hearts of stone get turned into hearts of flesh. You know what I mean? It's not just laws. It's not just that. It's the hearts of the people. Because the Constitution was written to protect our rights, right? And so we're passing laws now to almost alienate people who disagree with you or who are a different color. Now they're going after the white Christian. Yeah. I mean, that's what they're doing. They've wanted this the whole time. Uh, white supremacy is thrown out there so much now that if somehow you disagree with that blacks are, 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 are minimalized and marginalized, that's white supremacy. No, you know what that is? Democratic policies. Yeah. That's not white supremacy. That's just Democrat policy, dude. They've been keeping blacks down forever. Why is it again? Planned Parenthoods are destroying blacks at huge rates and nobody even talks about it. And dude, they're getting paid to do it yeah. by the government. You know what yeah, I mean? Government funding. <clears throat> yeah. Something what? 60 something 60, percent? Yeah. 68% of predominantly yeah. black communities have Planned Parenthood centers. Right. And it's like our tax money's going to it. Right. So it's democratic policies. It's what we've allowed to happen. Right. And so guys, this is why we do what we do is because we want to keep bringing truth up there because we get it. We want to give it right, and we want to empower you. Put your put put feet to the action, like Frederick Douglass said. It, it, yeah. Nothing changed until I prayed with my feet, right? And that's that's what we're doing here. We're developing some awesome things here in the future. Um, you know, we got this conference coming up again on, on February 25th at 7 p.m. Sign up on 1776truth.store. It's about vaccinations, not whether you're for or against them. We all know you guys can make up your own mind on that. But what are your rights? What are the mm -hmm. rights that you have as a citizen to refuse? uh vaccinations at every turn right so that's what we're doing guys you guys can sign up now again it's live or in person you guys can go if you're in the stewart or in the treasure coast area you guys can come down and see that guys go to the self-evidenttruth.com become a sponsor man we have these uh you guys really supported us last year when we were uh not able to tour a lot of you guys signed up for monthly support we ask you again if you guys can find friends or yourselves that you've not signed up yet to be a monthly sponsor please do that go to the, uh, the self-evidenttruth.com and sign up and become a sponsor, man. It helps us keep yeah. doing what we're doing. I'm excited because this guy's going out and touring full time with us this year, uh, and it's about time. You know, he's 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 been um, chomping at the bit to do it, and he's really good at it. And so, guys, pray for him, pray for his family, pray for us uh, as we're going to continue the tours and continue to get out there, reach more people. Guys, pray these uh, homeschool conventions are huge. He's getting our name out there. We got seven huge events this year. They're working on an eighth right now. Uh, which is really cool. And we're educating people everywhere. We're also seeing the gospel spread uh, and the power of God demonstrated, man. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. Absolutely. So, so that being said, <laughs> do not forget to check us out on all the major platforms, right? 
get active on the social media stuff. Be sure to comment, especially if you're on YouTube, because it's being found out that comments help the algorithm. So put a like, put a comment, even if here's a question for you. What's your favorite dog breed? If you're on Facebook, go over to the YouTube and answer that question. What's your favorite dog breed, right? And go ahead and put it in the comment section. Let's see yeah, what keep happens commenting, with it, Keep right? commenting. Keep man. commenting. Keep sharing. Keep following. Do what you need to do. And share this with people. Go ahead and share it with it. And the thing is, they may come back and say, how can you share that? Just direct them to us. Just say, talk to them. You're right. So we're we're willing to take it. We're willing to have those discussions. Yeah, we're not. People, yeah, we know? ain't tripping, man. You know, this is this is this is part of it. We know. And one of the things we like to do is, I know this sounds weird, but we love debates. We love yeah. talking to people. We love being out in the open. We may be wrong. We might get crushed, but that's what grows our faith, man. That's what grows our arguments. And so we'll continue to do what we do, you know? I, I had a boss who his whole mantra, and, and I'll clean it up a little bit, but he said, you know, if I was about to fight somebody, I'd say, you may kick my butt, but you'll know I was there. <laughs> we, you may kick my butt in a debate, but you'll know I was there. So That's right, buddy. That being make, said. You know, do not forget Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, Spotify, SoundCloud, iTunes, uh, BitChute, Rumble, and Parlor. Be sure to get on those. 1776truth.store. Pick out a shirt. Be sure to sign up for the conference, okay? Also, you guys have a couple yeah, days left. Get on that, guys. Get we on the four conference. days. Anything else? Uh, Andrew Gring said, let's see the products, man. I Can you grab me that shirt, Kristen, right there, right under here? And we were supposed to put the slideshow together, Andrew, you're right. And, and I haven't done that yet, and I apologize. Um, but here's just one of our shirts. Uh, you guys, we're, we're having a new product come out here. Hopefully, I don't even know. I don't know where Carrie is. But check this shirt out. You guys want to get a shirt and support us? You have a pre-existing condition, and don't let government tell you otherwise. And guys, listen, there's a huge difference between laws and legislation. Laws and legislation. Laws are eternal. Those are the ones that we know that are God-given rights, such as life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness or property, right? Legislation is supposed to make sure that government doesn't take away and go against those laws. But what have they been doing ever since? Since we started, they've been trying to do that with legislation. So that's why it's important to have those kind of shirts. We also have our, our We the People sweatshirts that are yep. amazing. Uh, they've been flying off the shelves. We love that. Um, our hats are amazing. Uh, they're very comfortable. Uh, and, and guys, again, all these proceeds go to help us and keep us moving, mm -hmm. man. Yeah. And so it's awesome. And guys, I, I want to tell you <laughs> the new slogan, but I can't. I, I, I can't. <laughs> oh, I'm so excited. It, you, I can't wait to show you guys what that's going to look like. But it's going to be and it's going to be in a cool color, like something we've never done before. And uh, uh, it was actually uh, it was Jenna Ditcherlisi that told mm. us about the color. She said, you guys should go with this color. And it, it's a popular color today. These young kids. Stinking young kids, man. You know <laughs> what, know what to do. Hey, man, we're doing it and we're moving forward. And I hope you guys buy a ton of them because, we, again, the support keeps us going. And you yep. get a cool product, you know. Yep. All right. So that being said, you're not forget to check us out next week. We love you guys so much. Have a great night. Love you guys.